All right, a good nerve Shabbos and a good Chaydish. Good Chaydish Adar Aleph. We are uh, moving along, Baruch Hashem. Growing, steiging, developing, understanding. And we are in Chelek Beis, the, the second Chelek of Bovavi, in the middle of, the, of Perak Tesvav, the 15th Perak. And we are up to the third, um, we'll call it the, the, the third part of what the Bovavi titles Sheva Yipol Tzadik Vakam, understanding the Avaida of how to serve Hashem as a Tzadik that falls and pulls themselves back up. So last week we ended off with an incredible story of Reb Chaim the Talmud, the student of the Vilna Gain, where the Vilna Gain pravd Gullus, he put himself into Gullus. And when his student, Reb Chaim asked him about it, he says, I, I regret it, I wouldn't do it. And Reb Chaim says, I also want to regret it, so I'm going to do the same thing. And the idea that Bovavi wanted to bring out to us, <coughs> excuse me, is that the experiences of a year, not the person shouldn't purposely make mistakes, and we're obviously not dealing with Devarim Asurim, things that are forbidden, but when a a person does have a negative experience, it in a very strong fashion plays into our development. And sometimes you need that experience in order to be able to develop in a, uh, in a healthy and, uh, and deep way. Okay. And that's all part of why Sheva Yipal Tzadvakam, you need the nefila, And then you pull yourself back up and you get back up. You need the nefila, you need the experience, you need the falling to fully grasp what a, to uh, to fully grasp how to be an Eved Hashem, how to be a servant of Hashem in that type of matzav, in that type of situation. So here we go. Next category, next step within this is Zemane Nefila, the times of falling. Zemane Hisalus is a time of, it's really a time of growth, it's a time of elevation. When we fall, we're growing at the very same time. Not that it should lead to growth. The falling itself is a growth. Now, how does this play out? So here we go. It's important to add an idea over here. <clears throat> Many times a person falls. There's times where a person's heart is mamish open. A person davits from the depth of their heart. They're on fire. I'm pouring out my heart. My heart is pouring out like water in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And there's days where my connection is mamish flowing. And then we're at times where our heart is closed. The, the person is, is mamish we're closed off. And a person is having tremendous difficulty in their Avaidah Sesha. And we're looking for inspiration, and we're looking for feeling, and we're looking for meaning, and it's gatenish, it's not working, it's not happening. A person's nature, Chosh, feels. The days of growth are coming when? When am I advancing? When am I growing? 
You know, you know the good days where I'm coming close to Hashem? That's mamish where I feel like a child in front of their father. Hey, my yomim hamutzlochim, these are my successful days, mamish. This is where I'm growing. I had a good davening and everything was working. And, and my difficult spiritual days. These are the ones which Halavai, you know, we should forget about. Move on. These are dark days. And we wish. Get rid of these days. No, hopefully the day will end quick. Hopefully the day will end quick and the light's going to shine back spiritually in my life. This is how a person's nature lends us to think. Vadai, certainly. Warning that the sun will shine. Warning that it feels good is a good aspiration. It's a good aspiration. It's, some, it's something to aspire to. It's a good desire. That's for sure. But it doesn't always happen. So what's the Avaida? What's my service at the time of Afela? At a time of darkness. So while I'm at the time of darkness, I have to know, how do I view these difficult times? How do I, do, how do I handle that? Because it's going to happen. Probably more often than not. A person has to recognize that there's tremendous achievements that could come about through the darkness and closed offness of these difficult tests. And you should know, there's really no other way, there's no other way to uh, grasp these concepts. And a person has to um, really grasp that even when I'm sitting in darkness and difficulty and I'm stuffed, it's like my spirituality is having a traffic jam right now. It's not going. There are certain things that we need to recall, that we need to keep in mind to keep up our positivity about this current difficult spiritual state. Okay? Which means, where Bovavi is going with this, is that a person shouldn't think that we're developing spiritually when the light is shining and when there's darkness, we're not developing. It's not true. The darkness, it's more difficult to understand how it's developing me, but it's developing me just as much, if not more. If a person thinks deeply about this. Last week we learned the important phrase, a place where a Balchuva stands. Again, what did we learned last week about Chuva is somebody's Balchuva in their actions. We are Balchuvas in our thoughts. We're Balchuvas in our emotions. And we're all going to have times, no matter what, even if we're always doing the right things, it's going to be times where we need to do, we're not feeling it. That's what Yitzharas does to every person. It's just the nature of being a human. So we have to know that where a Balchuva stands, a perfect tzaddik cannot stand. What does this mean? Kefisha biyarnu, as we've explained, klauze omer klapi kol pradu prat. 
This is true in the smallest details. This is not only like people who do life-changing things and there's a life-changing event. That's true too. But in every small detail, even in the smallest details of life, where a Balchuva stands, a person who's a Tzadik Gomer and never experienced this darkness can just simply can't, can't stand there. It's not possible. When a person rises after every fall, or after each fall, every time I rise after every fall, I'm in a state of Balchuva. And we have to realize the difficult days, these difficult days, this is actually what sprouts forth concepts of greatness. If I don't have those difficult days, there's nothing that's going to sprout. If the seed doesn't have to go under the soil in its darkness and sometimes degenerate, mamish just like start to fall apart, it can't regrow into something prettier and better. shall come. We have to realize the difficult days is what allows sprouting so that it will, which will only become noticeable after we rise. After we rise again and after we're, we, we recognize the closeness that we're currently experiencing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. However, and now he says we're going to get a, a step deeper. Okay, we're going to have to go a, a little deeper with this. You should know while we're in the darkness and while we're falling, we're not going to see it. You cannot see the light that's being achieved by the darkness while you're in the darkness. When a person rises after the first time, you're not going to see it right away. Or the second or the third time. You're not going to see the light. I'm not going to see the light after I slip three times and pull myself back up. Only after I've gone through a mamish process of, of multiple times of darkness. Again, darkness could be in broader terms and it could be in, in smaller terms. But there's darkness everywhere. Again, in our actions, our thoughts, and our emotions. Where, where, where it's plugged and we simply can't see, but the come and then eventually we realize, we look back at years of growth and development and falling and mistakes. Very often it's afterwards in hindsight where it starts to be revealed. Where did I get the strength to be here where I am right now? You know where it came from? It came from from that darkness. That's how I have the strength. Now I have the abilities now. That's how I have the emotions now. So what happens now is, says Bovavi, there's a double concealment. There's a double concealment that's taking place. Why? So he says like this. He explains. He says, During the falling, while I'm falling, I can't see the light no matter what. I'm middle of the falling. I can't see the light. And what did he just tell us? After you're come, after we get back up, also we're not going to see it right away. 
So then the second time I fall, I'm like, seriously, I'm doing this again? This is happening to me again? I can't, I don't know how to daven again? I'm not connecting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu again? I'm back, I slipped, I did that sin again? I'm doing this again? And, and I tried pulling myself back up, and I did for a little bit, but that was worthless, because I'm going right back where I came from, and I don't see how I actually uh, gained in any way whatsoever, unless I do it again, and again, and again. And then slowly I start to see <coughs> you know what these experiences have done for me? They've mamish been part and parcel of my Avedis Hashem. It's incredible, he says. After a person sprouts and grows, you know what we tap into, you know what we look back on that spurred that on? It was the tough times, it was the difficult experiences. And now he's going to be very concerned about falling again. Because I see, I actually, I'm starting, it's like double covered over. A, I'm not going to see it right away. I can't see it when I'm in the darkness. And B, it takes time to see it. And then when I actually see it, I'm like, oh my goodness, that happened. The, 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 how, how do, you know, how did I get to my current state of Avedas Hashem? It's only because I had those, uh, I had those experiences. And, and now we're very concerned about how to handle this whole thing. Because we don't want to slip. But at the same time, we see the slipping actually became something positive, like we described last week, one of the greatest chasadim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is you can never be in a matzah, you can never be in a situation where, that we're not going to spur on forth. But when a person has complete faith, the tzaddikim say that where a Baal stands, a tzaddik cannot stand. We have to know that is a fact, that is true. There's nothing to talk about. And once we know that as a fact, and I start to grasp the idea that the things that I learn from my plugged up times, from my dark times, the times where the Rabbani Shalom is, is, is it's not, I'm not allowing me to feel so connected. It, it, I've grown more from that than the times where I did feel connected. You know what's going to happen as we move along and experience? We're good. Even when we're in times of downfall, we're not going to give up. We're not going to give up. Not only won't we give up, we'll be misameach. When I have a tough day in Ruchnius, in Davening, and as we see soon, even the tough day in my Yamuna. I start having thoughts of heresy. Bovov is going to tell us soon where, where those th- thoughts come from. HaKadosh Baruch Hu also. We have to realize that. Why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu put thoughts of heresy into my mind? And then I shut the thoughts out of my mind. I will. We're going to shut it out of our mind. But why did Hashem put it there in the first place? He wanted us to serve Him. We take the darkness from within the darkness. And that's... that's uh, it's not a chasar, it's not a lack of mayamuna. Sometimes we're hard on ourselves. How, how, how did I even come to that? How did I fall into that? How did I even think of that? How is it going to happen? This happens to everybody. We grow from those dark spots. We grow from those dark moments. And when I le- start to learn that, I start being happy about those dark moments. I'm like, I'm incredible. Thank you for giving me that, that lack of easiness. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to be the Ebed Hashem that, that I am now or that I'm capable of being. 
Which means, just knowing and believing in this fact will give us the ability to and, and keep our hopes up and even trust in ourselves and give us the ability to handle the difficult times of my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch now, what's happening when I do this? Let's talk outside for a moment. What's happening when I do this? Again, Sheva Yipol Tzadik, it's necessary to have the nefila. it's necessary to have the falls, v'kam, and we, and we pull ourselves back together, we get back up. The nefilas are the distant times. The fallings are the distant times. Getting back up is the, is the times of closeness. Now, we said... In the difficult times, in the times of darkness, what do we hold on to? The fact and the amuna that that's why this is the amuna is that that's why this is happening to me, so that I could I could sprout, I could move forth. So now what's going to happen is like this. Listen to this. It's a psychology. It's very profound, and this is going to be the segue to the next part, which is, if I do that, and I come to this emes, this truth, this recognition, in the times of my spiritual cloggedness, I'm feeling clogged, what I'm also doing is bringing HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the darkness with me. Because I know exactly what's going on in this darkness. I know why it's here. You know why it's here? Kaddish Baruch who's in the darkness. He brought it here. Well, if Hashem brought it here, that means He's in it too. And if Hashem's in it too, then even my feelings of separation is not even true. I feel it's darkness. And I feel separated, but it's no longer true. Because Hashem is in that darkness with me now. He's with me within that difficulty. And I've just allowed that reality to exist by understanding why I have the darkness in the first place. So here we go. This incredible concept. Says the Bovavi Viter. Says Bovavi further. He says, again, to focus on this idea. In a general fashion. We, we daven to Hashem both in times of katnus, katnus is smallness, and times of godless, of greatness. We have to daven to Hashem in all emotional realms that we have. Realms of katnus, smallness, and realms of godless. Yesh lahakir bekach we have to know that there are things that could be developed and, and attained both when you feel you're, when we feel we're rocking and we're on board and things are going well, and also when we feel like we're falling and we're not, and, and our spirituality, our ruchnius is not on fire. No matter where we stand, in our spiritual emotions, 
there is an ability to attain great things in both of them. And like we explained, I speak to Hashem about everything. I speak to Hashem about my successes. And I speak to Hashem about my difficulties. I speak to Hashem about my lack of amuna. I speak about Hashem about my strength in amuna. Everything, everything. Hashem's listening to everything he wants. He's the best friend. He's not judging. He's here. He knows our thoughts anyway. Now, what happens is that a person who hasn't rooted this knowledge, we got to make sure that nothing is worthless. Don't let any situation pass us by. And it's a chaval when we have our down times, our difficult times, and, and to even think that it's a chaval. We can't think that it's a chaval. It's, it's too bad that we had those times of, of feeling distanced from Hashem or struggling with certain areas of, of our Torah mitzvahs or certain areas of our emotion and how connected I feel to Hashem. When a person realizes that since Hashem controls all thoughts, Besides my ability to choose good and bad, but Hashem places thoughts inside of me as well. Hashem's involved in every last detail. Well, sometimes Hashem will place this thought of difficulty inside of me. He, <laughs> he gave me purposely this thought, like we said before, of apicarsis. Sometimes Hashem will put a thought of apicarsis in somebody's head. And we're busy sitting here thinking, oh, tell her, how can I think something? How can you think the Rabbi Hashem doesn't own the world? How could Yechazom think Hashem doesn't uh, run the world? Uh, he didn't make it. He doesn't run it. You, you, now, you could, you, we shut down those thoughts right away. But sometimes Hashem is the one who put those thoughts. And then we beat ourselves up for having the thought. The fact that we had the thought and shut it down, I just grew from that. And that's what, that was the whole point why Hashem put the thought in my head in the first place. Rebbeinu Shalom is involved in everything, 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 everything. So what this means is, take from Shaltvarim. He says the bottom line where I'm trying to establish over here is, im kain if so, sha'adam tzarech lechayos kulai im akadosh baruch There's times where we feel close, there's times where we feel far. Bottom line, we live completely with hakadosh baruch And since we live completely with hakadosh baruch we have to know that. And when we know it, we start to feel it. And when we start to feel it, we really live completely with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even when I'm showing up to davening and feeling like a failure. Because I know that's exactly what Hashem wants me to do right now. He gave me a day right now or a tefillah right now or a week right now where I am going to feel like a failure and he wants to know what does that mean for me? What's it going to look like in, in my life? Are you going to still serve me? Even though you're not feeling as on fire as you did when you were in this shul, yeshiva, school and it's just not feeling anymore? And therefore we're going to say, well, I'm feeling distant. I must be distant. Or maybe a coach broker says, you know, even when... This feeling is there because I want to see if you're going to serve me, even from a distance. You know, people who are in healthy relationships don't always get along. 
So how do you know if it's a healthy relationship? Okay, I'm not a therapist, but I could just share things that I've learned. How to keep a relationship healthy. Any friendship, any, could be an employer, employee, family members. It's even when you're going through a tough time, you make sure the other person knows that you're still sharing life with them. And you're there for them. And, so, and it's those times where when you leave that space of difficulty, your relationship is far stronger than it would have been without that space. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts those spaces in our relationship with Him as well. We strive to have the good spots, the good days. And we, you should know, we always need to tap into those feelings of closeness. It's important that a person has that existence in their life so that you could always like have that experience and that feeling you could re-tap into. Like, I remember that feeling. I remember that Yom Kippur. I remember that sheer. I remember that feeling of Hashkacha Pratis when something happened in my life and I just felt so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Emotions are, are crucial and, and strong emotions are crucial to tap back into and by, but even when we're feeling distant. But when we're feeling distant, we can't really think that we're distant because we're not. We're really not distant. A, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing that. So by definition, I'm not distant. B, when I bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu into my distance, even for me, I'm not distant anymore. Now the whole thing is a closeness with just a feeling of distance, but we're not really, we're not really distant. Okay, let's, let's uh, do one more piece over here. Here we go. So we pour out. We pour out to Hashem at, uh, at all times. Now Bavavi gives us a little bit of an example of it. He says, you know, there are sacrifices in the Beis HaMikdash. So there's a sacrifice called the Karban Ayla. And Ayla offerings completely burnt. All the limbs of the animal are given over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a chatas, there's a, uh, for inadvertent sins, there's a shlamim, there's a peace offering, some, says Bovavi, some uh, sacrifices are completely burnt to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. some are partially eaten by the Kayin, some are partially eaten by the Yisrael, but uh, ultimately a carbon ayla is completely burnt up, uh, burnt up to Hashem. He says, why is a carbon called a carbon? So we'll translate a carbon as an offering in the Beis HaMikdash. The truth is, a carbon is based on the word kirva. Kirva means closeness. Okay? And when a person realizes that there's no part of us, says Bavav, when a person realizes there's no part of us that shouldn't be, when I realize there's no part of me that should be distant from Hashem, and my entire essence is, is, should be close to Hashem, and should be embracing Hashem, so then we become like a carbon ayla, an ayla sacrifice that completely clings to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But if we only include part of it, then we're not, uh, we're, we're not a carbon island. Okay? So, the, um, the, uh, says Bovavi like this. He says, I'm going to skip a couple paragraphs because we said this, uh, we just said this over in, uh, in English. He says, I'll call upon him. He says, here's my point. Here's the point. Hanakud apnimius achasi. Let's bullet this into one important idea. For a person to even bring their negative side, their difficult side to Hashem, 
the parts of me that feel separated, I even have to take these negative parts and include Hashem in everything, even the negative things, without, without missing anything. We have to make ourselves a covenant. For example, as we did the example that we said, there's times where in the life of a Jew where we have thoughts of heresy that come into us. We know there's Hashem, we know matter comes from matter, and there needs to be a creator of the world. It doesn't make sense that Hashem's not running the world. There has to be a God, and there has to be a God who's constantly involved. Otherwise, not, how's anything happening? It has to be. We know that. But there's still going to be times where Hashem, thoughts come into our minds of, says Bovavi, yeah, a person's going to think like this. A person's going to say, hmm, maybe there's no creator. And then we're going to immediately squash it. But what do you mean? What do you mean? Tell her, you can't think. There's no creator. Of course there's a creator. Can't be. He says it's not necessarily happening to all people. Or it depends how often as well. But people have your Hurim thoughts. He says, you know, these, not everybody's going to have these thoughts. But this is something that does happen. So a person has this thought, and a person goes down and he puts his mind, and he's thinking about, you know, other powers, other by the Zara. Maybe there's no God, maybe there's no monotheism, maybe there's multiple powers in the world. And, I, and then he, again, he squashes it. What does a Jew do? How is a Jew supposed to react when I enter these realms? These realms are falling. What is my... Proper reaction to this. Says Bovavi. You know what I do? I take this and I connect to Hashem with it. And I start talking to Hashem. And I say, I suddenly had these thoughts. Hashem, I just had this thought. Maybe you're not here. I just had a thought. Maybe you don't exist. Hashem, one second. Who sent me that thought? My brain doesn't just think. Who sent me that thought? You sent it to me. You just put that thought in my head. That's not who I am. That's not what I think about. You just brought that. Madua, why? Why'd you do that? Kamuvan, obviously. Like a day, you don't want me to not believe in you. Right, so that's not why you're doing it. You know I'm not accepting this. Because you were giving me a test. You want me to push it aside. Remove my, my, my mind from it. But I, I still know you sent it. I know you sent it, and I know that you want me to push it out of my mind. I know you want me to remove it from my mind. Kilaimar meaning, what's going on here? We're not only, it's not only a thought, that's thoughts that we have that are considered an afila of falling. The most distant thought from Hashem. Maybe you don't even exist. Maybe I even have thoughts that there's not even a creator. Would you say there's any kedusha in that? Is any is any kedusha any holiness in the thought that there's no such thing as holy? That's empty. 
However, you know what we're able to do, says the Hilig Bovavi, incredible. Gam Aisa, even such a thought, which is tempting and trying to take me away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yesh Lakachas, it's in my power. This is my Bechira. Yesh Lakachas Ulachshir Lebariyelam. I make that godly. The very thoughts of Avaydazar, the very thoughts of Isurim, of prohibitions, when they come into my head, if I stop immediately, and I say, what second, who just gave me that thought? Why did he give me that thought? Does he want me to do this? Does he want me to think this? Does he want me to believe this? Of course not. And therefore, Hashem, I'm going to do my best to serve you with it. Now we'll stole. There's times we'll be Wilson. But either way, what I've just done is I have not allowed anything to create a matziv, to create a circumstance of disconnect from Hashem. Because I'm fully aware that my thoughts and everything that comes my way, all my experiences, were brought to me straight from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, again, to wrap up this idea, says Bovavi, Sheva Yipol Tzadik Vakam is a fact. It's a statement. The Rebbein Shalom is going to put times of stumbling into each of our days. You know why? Because that's how we serve. There's also going to be times where there's no stumble. So that we could tap into those times when we do stumble. But the main growth that a Yid grows from is the Sheva Yipol Tzadik. And the Vakam. And ultimately, ultimately we're able to... Uh, we're able to pull ourselves back together and get back up. I once heard from one of the great Hasid, the Sherebas. We're going to hold it here for inside for today. And I've quoted this a, a number of times. I forget which Rebbe it is. He says that a Yid serves HaKadosh Baruch Hu more with their Yitzhahara than their Yitzhah And we say this in Kriyashma. We say this three times a day, morning, evening, when we go to sleep. We say, You should love Hashem your God with all your, all, all your heart. The Gemara asks, the Pasuk should say, with, What's the two bases? So the Gemara explains, it's teaching me there's a person serves Hashem with two hearts, two bases. Levav is Lamed Vez, Vez, like Lev Lev. Every person has two hearts. You have a Yitzhah Tov and a Yitzhah Har. A good inclination and an evil inclination. And we serve Hashem with both. Many people think we serve Hashem with our Yitzhah Tov. And our Yitzhah Hara is a way that we don't serve Hashem. It's really incorrect. You serve Hashem more with the Yitzhah Hara. With the Yitzhah Hara, much more. A person has a desire to speak Lashon Hara, say something bad, and I don't. I just serve Hashem with my Yitzhah Hara. It's a hard minute to minute is giving us countless opportunities to serve Hashem with it. And that's to love Hashem your God by taking my Yitzhahara and serving Him, serving Hashem with Him. If I didn't have a Yitzhahara, I couldn't serve Hashem in this fashion. I wouldn't have that potential or that reality of distance. And even when I do slip, the Yitzhahara is still there. He's still there. The Yitzhahara after I slip says, oh, tell this, now you're a loser. You're not, as, uh, you're not as big of an Ebed Hashem as you think you are. You're not as close to Hashem. That's another Yitzhahara. The way to fight that is, you tell them that's not true either. 
Even if I slipped, Sheva Yipol Tzatik Vakam. What are you talking about? You're wrong. You're dead wrong. You're dead wrong. I brush it off. And the Rebbe Nishalim now, maybe he told me before I did this sin, I shouldn't do it. But now, the Rebbe Nishalim is with me in this darkness. And I'm going to become close to him through this darkness. I'm going to take this experience and make and sprout greatness from uh, sprout greatness from this experience. And that's all part of the Yisaid uh, Havaida foundation of, of Havaida of Sheva Yipol Tzadik. And it's also, again, remember, th- we're getting onto all this because we're focusing on tefillah. We're focusing on prayer. And tefillah is a connection. So Bobavi's training us how to keep the constant connection and not allow any areas of our, ex- of our lives, of our experiences, of our feelings to ever keep us distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, we'll hold it here for this evening. Have a wonderful Shabbos and a good Chodesh.